Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All right, Matt Stein, Matt's Evan Giddings with you. Daryl Guru Johnson will be back next week, next year. And uh, we're having fun. And, you know, I'll tell you what, the text line, the Xfinity Mobile text line, so kind. So many times over the course of, of days and weeks. And, uh, you know, many on the text line have commented um, that, yeah, I'm the only guy working this week of, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I got you. And, and, Iron Man. And there's been a lot of thank yous on the, a lot of people thanking me for working this week. I appreciate that. And You're our station's Kevon Looney. Well, I do it for the listeners because, you know. Because you're selfless. I don't want to be Steph Curry in Denver. I don't want to be that guy. That's the bottom line. New Orleans. And I'll never be that guy. Well, well. Tell you the truth. There's that. So, fact of the matter is, Bears getting their money's worth today. Nobody's cheated. Not next Monday, though. What do you mean? I thought you were off next Monday. That's neither here nor there. This is the this big week. week. This is the big week. Brock Purdy's birthday. This is the big week. You're here for Brock. Yeah, I'm here for Brock. How old is he now? 25? Probably uh, 24? I think he's the same age as Trey Lance, actually. Hold on. Huh. That doesn't bode well. 23. I'm messing around. Uh, by the way, we're talking... <laughs> so, a couple things. Uh, first of all, Warriors-Hornets tonight, 7 o'clock from Chase Center. Game 2 of their 8-game homestand. J.D. will have Warriors live at 6 o'clock. Steve Kerr was talking about uh, he's feeling like this is the time to get this thing uh, turned around. Okay, I want to start with a piece of sound, uh, Craig, from Kyle Shanahan. I want that Kyle Shanahan A774... A774, Shanahan was asked about the 49ers' long-term quarterback situation. No, I don't even know what year it is after the season's over, so um, I'm trying to think about how to get them ready for Wednesday, man. So that's a great question, but um, honestly, I, I don't look ahead like that. So um, we've got a number of big games in front of us. All right, so uh, that question was asked about, you know, have you thought about next year and what the quarterback room's going to look to me, it's it's obvious. All right? Let me tell you what's going on here. Let me tell you how the 49er quarterback situation is going to play out. Talk no mystery. Me. There's no mystery. No mystery. Well, there kind of is. No, there's not. I'll tell you what. I heard the morning show today, Whitey and uh, Kyle Madsen. Great, great show. Um, and they were talking about if Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy, he started him in the playoffs. Well, you got to see what happens in the next two games. You can't, you can't, first of all, I would say this. I anticipate that Brock Purdy's going to quarterback the entire playoffs. That's what I believe will happen because I believe he's going to be good enough regardless of whether Garoppolo starts getting healthy or not. They're going to just stay with Purdy. Unless, like, Unless he have, stinks. What if he stinks the next two games? What if he throws three interceptions against the Raiders? They lose, you know, they lose 21-3, and the Vikings are done. They can't get two. And now all of a sudden, Purdy's got a bad game under his belt. Okay, here's what I'm getting at. I don't anticipate that happening. Purdy will finish the year. All right? And then next year, you have two 
two quarterbacks under contract, Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. And those are going to be the two quarterbacks that decide who's going to start next year. Rock them, sock them. Like, it's... You t- give me another scenario. You give me another scenario that's plausible. Here it is. Purdy's going to quarterback the rest of the year for the 49ers. Eh, win a game, lose a game. Win the Super Bowl, lose eh, It doesn't matter. Next year, day one of training camp. Who's the starter? I don't know, but I know Brock Purdy and Trey Lance are the candidates. You what? know how it's you know it's going like that, Bay Area. And what there's if, nothing wrong with that. What if Jimmy Garoppolo comes back? He can't. Couldn't last year. Why would you bring Jimmy Garoppolo back? Same reason you brought him back this year. Well, you didn't know you had Brock Purdy, though, at this point, when you brought Jimmy Garoppolo back. Well, apparently Brock Purdy's been playing with an oblique tear the last couple of weeks. I mean, you can never have enough quarterbacks, Steiny. You want to bet? A couple insurance policies. Although I lost that bet last year. Yeah, let's go. Uh, actually, I like Yingling. Let's do that. There's two two different things here. One is... Garoppolo coming off shoulder surgery. There's more openings for Jimmy Garoppolo. You'd think. Around the NFL now. What if he wants to stay? Why would he want to stay? Seriously. He's not going to be the starter. There's no chance Garoppolo stays. If there's a chance that Brock Purdy's the starter, why wouldn't there be a chance that Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't be the starter here? Because they're not going to bring him. They're not bringing all three back. Now, well, you got two under contract. You only have to bring one back. True. I mean, are you? Let me ask you a question. Are you trolling here, or I'm just prodding. Do you really think I'm that, trying to get to the bottom of this? This is what we do. Okay. Well, I'm telling you, you're wrong. Okay. I I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is coming back because I think another team is going to pay him more money than it would take for him to take a cut to stay in San Francisco. But I do think there is a mystery at the quarterback position now. Maybe what is it? Who's going to mystery? Be, who's going to be the starter next yeah. year? That's the question. Now, that. That's the mystery. Okay, well, how many court, how many teams go into training camp with that issue? Very few. Do they? Of, of who's going to be your day one starting quarterback? You figure that out pretty quickly. Now, maybe it happens in training camp. Maybe it happens in OTAs. Maybe it happens in minicamp. But you have a hierarchy the moment you step right. onto that practice field. All right, who's the number? Fine. Then Brock Purdy's the number one quarterback next year. You sure? Sure. If he wins the Super Bowl, he's got to be. What if he doesn't win the Super Bowl? I'd still probably. He's, you know what? Assuming he wins the next two games, and they win a playoff game, it's got to be Purdy. It has to be Purdy. He's a better quarterback. Like he's shown, like he's got a better track record than, than Trey Lance. Like he will have done more during his career to. They've both played four games now, started. Well, okay. About. Fair enough. Okay. Let's, yeah. Right. So if you're basing and if the it playoffs off that. started tomorrow mm-hmm. and Trey Lance were healthy, and Brock Purdy were healthy. Who's starting? Brock Purdy. Thank you. I also think that Brock Purdy would start based on what we've seen and what I think will happen the next two games. I think Brock Purdy would also start a playoff game over healthy Jimmy Garoppolo. I do, too. I do, too. So the issue is that you didn't trade three first-round picks for Brock what? Purdy. we got to put that to bed. Two first-round picks. Whatever you want to call matter it. doesn't matter anymore. You traded okay. heavy draft capital for a guy. Yeah, but you can't stop the train. Like, like, life moves on. That's true. Time marches on, in fact. You know what I'm saying is, like, you can't make decisions based on how much you gave up. You know, that's the way that one went. Yeah, you, you, went, you moved up to get Trey Lance. He still might be good, by the way. 
But is there anybody out there that thinks, and I know, like, is there anybody out there, if you're a San Francisco 49er fan, at 888 957 9570, I mean, I'm making sense, right? Purdy finishes up the year, depending on how he does. He either comes in next year as the number one, the number two, or it's a competition between I, him and Trey Lance. Like, it is. No, it's a competition. That's the way it's got to happen. But I think the first quarterback will be Trey Lance. Now, that could change very quickly. But I do think Kyle Shanahan and that coaching staff will give him a chance to earn the opportunity to be the starter next year. If they don't, then what why did Brock then why you draft him in the first runs place? Runs the table. Well, then you got a great option. No, no, no. Who's the number one quarterback next year? Who comes into training camp if the 49ers run the table? By the way, we figured this out. We are great at math here. Yeah, we've been doing a lot today. 49ers will have won 14 straight games if they win the Super Bowl, essentially. Running the table. They've got an eight-game winning streak. You finish off the regular season by winning two. That's ten. Four playoff games. 49ers... And Brock Purdy hoisting the Lombardi Trophy after winning their 14th consecutive game. Man. And you're going to come in next year and tell Brock Purdy this isn't your job to start. You, no, you don't. You're not going to do that. You don't have the guts. You don't have the guts to tell Brock Purdy, hey, Brock, we know you just won us a Super Bowl. We know. Did he win we, in the Super Bowl? We know. How does it look? Your record is 7 and 0 including 4 and 0 in the postseason. How does it we look? We got it. You're 4 and 0 in the postseason, but we're going to start Trey Lance. No chance. What Come if, on. What if Brock Purdy Jimmy Garoppolo's his way to a Super Bowl, which is throwing it 8 times, running at 40. Dynamite. He's still the he's still the go-to. Guy. I don't think it's going to look like that, but he's still the go-to guy. Yes. Brock Purdy wins a Super Bowl. He's got you can't start Trey Lance. You... What if Trey Lance blows you away in camp? What if he is vastly improved? What if Trey Lance and that rocket arm that he can't seem to control that? finds wide receivers at a 70% clip? What if he makes the Josh Allen leap that everyone wants him to? you got to play to make that leap. Exactly. So I don't think, like, this would have been, like, next year would have been, had Lance stayed healthy, I think next year would have been the year where you say, here's where we expect a big jump. Yeah. But I don't think you can expect that. So you now. don't think Trey Lance is going to get the chance to make that jump? No, I think if the 49ers stumble or stub their toe at some point, like, if I had a bet, are the 49ers going to win the Super Bowl or not? I would have to say no, just based on odds, the field. Okay, so Brock Purdy loses to the, let's, let's. Try to be as logical as possible. 49ers finish with a two or three seed. They win. They win. They go to Philly to play the Eagles with Brock Purdy, and they lose. They lose a heartbreaker. 17-16. Okay. Now I think it's fair to say, what do you do in day one at training camp next year? Well, but I think if, but I think I do think there's a difference if they actually win the Super Bowl. They win the Super Bowl. That means Brock Purdy starts, what, seven or eight? No. Including four playoff games. I, I, he's got to be the starter next year, doesn't he? 888 957 9570 is the number. Matt Steinmetz and Evan Giddings with you. That's also the number for the Xfinity Mobile text line. I got to believe 49er fans, I mean, realistically, 
isn't that the most natural scenario, the one that I played out, which is Purdy starts for the rest of the season, assuming he stays healthy. 49ers either win it or don't win it. And then next year it comes down to Purdy and Lance. Plain and simple. And if Purdy's coming off a Super Bowl title, I think he's got to be the number one quarterback next year going into camp. Eh, if they stub their toe and lose, then maybe it's Lance. Or maybe it's a competition. But that's got to be the way it plays out. If Brock Purdy wins a Super Bowl. You wouldn't bet against that, would you? No. Well, because if he wins a Super Bowl, he will have done something that a rookie quarterback has never done, which has won the Super Bowl, which also lays out a new path that we've never seen, which him usurping Trey Lance next season could absolutely happen. I'm assuming that the 49ers get to the NFC title game. Okay. They face the Philadelphia Eagles. They win. They lose. Probably... Let's say let's say they lose. All right. Next season, I have to imagine that Kyle Shanahan, unless Brock Purdy, you know, throws three or four touchdowns throughout the playoffs and shows himself to be a better quarterback, but they lose in heartbreaking fashion. Maybe there's a fumble. Maybe there's a block punt. Maybe they lose the way the Green Bay Packers lost to the Four Niners last year, which was without an offensive touchdown being scored by the other team. Maybe that happens. I have to imagine, though, that the order would reset somewhat. Now, I'm not saying that Brock Purdy can't win the job, but Trey Lance, before this year, we've discovered this. The best quarterback did not start this season. Whether it's Jimmy Garoppolo, whether it was Brock Purdy, at the beginning of this year, Trey Lance was not the best starter at the time. I don't believe so. I don't believe so either. There is pushback on that. And Jimmy Garoppolo was the backup. And he had more of a sample size to pick from than Brock Purdy does. And Kyle Shanahan still told him he was QB2. Now, he didn't have the benefit of an offseason because he was hurt. But my point is, I, I think that anything less than a Super Bowl means that Trey Lance walks into camp as QB1, Brock Purdy as QB2, and then that can change at any moment. You might be right. You might be right. I think Kyle Shanahan is, at this point, as he's discussed, you know, not looking forward to next year. Doesn't know what year it is. Doesn't know if he's going to be alive tomorrow. Like, he takes things in the moment. And I think that he'll be able to step back. And I love the fact that the phone lines are blowing up right now because it's it's a great thing to talk about. But I do think that Kyle Shanahan, after the season, will take a deep breath, reset things, and barring a Super Bowl, will reset his quarterback room. Steiny, would you really not bet on the best defense in the NFL? I, I would, Jay, because I'm assuming they're going to go in and have to play a road game in the NFC championship. And then I'm... Might have to play two. And then I'm just kind of assuming they're going to get beat by either Buffalo or Kansas City. Plus, just the odds say, take the field, right? Yeah, I mean, look, there's a reason why the Eagles have been... The best team in the, in the NFC this year, I, it, they might. They're probably the only team that you could say. And, and Ross Tucker, we're going to talk to one thirty, discussed it throughout the season. They might be the only team that has a comparable roster, if not a better one. Well, he's Evan Giddings. I'm Matt Steinmetz. Ross Tucker's coming up in an hour and fifteen minutes. Uh, I'm going to take your calls in a second. There was one other point I wanted to make, and it's. We asked this question, and to me, there is no question. You said, or you asked, is load managing right now for the 49ers? In other words, making sure everybody's healthy, is that more important than the number two seed? 
I would say no chance. If you're the San Francisco 49ers, you absolutely positively treat these next two games like must-wins, essentially, and you hope the Vikings lose a game. Listen, can the 49ers go into Minneapolis and win? Of course they can. But let me tell you, what they'd rather avoid the trip altogether. So, I like the idea of well, let's rest up. Got no chance. They are going. They want. Listen, you'd rather play two out of three games at home than one out of three games at home. It's it's, and to me that is really significant. Really significant, especially if the price is only beating the Las Vegas Raiders and the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals are a much easier team to beat than I think the Raiders, but. The Vikings have a tough matchup this weekend at Green Bay. You have the tiebreaker. They lose that game. You win this weekend against Las Vegas. You're the two. Mm -hmm. I do think that maybe the week after there's a conversation to be had against Arizona of how much you need a Christian McCaffrey or how much you you, you need your starters on both sides of the football. Maybe you can manage the snap count a bit. But this weekend... It's got to be balls to the wall because you need that victory, in my opinion. If, if it costs you a couple of, like, 10 more snaps or 15 more snaps of McCaffrey to get a second home game in the playoffs, that is worth it. No doubt. I'm with you there. Austin's in Folsom. Hey, Austin, how you doing, man? What's going on? Hey, what's up, brother? So much to unpack here. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. So this is the thing. As an objective observer, I'm not a 49er fan, but I love the style of play that they have. The sample size between Trey Lance and Brock Purdy is so small. So I'll answer your question like this. If Brock Purdy runs the table and in convincing fashion wins the Super Bowl for the Niners, of course you have to put him in as the starter. Even if Trey Lance blows you away during training camp, you've got to give Brock Purdy the start. But this is the thing. You know what? Trey Lance has not impressed me. As, again, an objective observer, he has not impressed me at all. And the worst thing you can do um, isn't, um, like when you when you spend a lot of draft picks to get a quarterback, like like they did with Trey Lance, sticking with him if he sucks is the worst thing you can do. You're going to hamstring your franchise, okay? So like, dude, if Trey Lance isn't the guy, he's not the guy. Be exactly. okay with just letting him go and sitting him and playing Brock Purdy. I hope that answers your question. Uh, great conversation, by the way, guys. Take care. Thanks for the call, Austin. Appreciate it. Yeah, I I think. I think at this point, Trey Lance is going to be going into his third year. Like, what you gave up to get him at this point, that needs to just be shelved. He's, he's just a player now. Like, he's a, he's a player on your team, and he's got to win the job. He doesn't get the job because three years ago you moved up. I, I don't think. And that, look, that could be the way things are moving. But... It's like if a boss makes a hire and be careful. A boss, not our boss. Sure. A boss makes a hire in whatever industry, you bring in someone to be the next, you know, face of your company, to be the next franchise player. I have to imagine that person has a longer leash at least through their rookie contract. Now maybe Zach Wilson bucks that trend and that's that's the example that People are going to use as to, hey, the Jets drafted him ahead of Lance, and he's already going to be gone next year. But 
Zach Wilson has at least shown he played himself out of the job. I just don't know if after four starts we can say that Trey Lance has played himself out of starting. I, I hear you. And, I, and if you're using that theory, you have ammunition by saying, so you're telling me Brock Purdy's not the number one quarterback just because he got hurt. No, you're, you're right. He should if if he was a number one quarterback this this year. If you're telling me he was the best quarterback on the roster, you started him, he got hurt. Well, then he should be the number one quarterback coming into camp next year. I think there's Who a very short did. leash. There, there's a short leash next year for Lance. But if you don't give him the chance, then again, I ask the question: Why'd you take him in the first place? And that if we're talking about reasons to, you know, put down Kyle Shanahan. That's at that's at the top of the list more so than he can't win the big one to me. Like, why the hell did you take Trey Lance? Well, he took Trey Lance because he wanted to upgrade at the quarterback position. He might have made a mistake. He drafted for need. Well, that, I give you that one, but the rest of their roster is pretty damn good. You know what I mean? To yeah. me, they don't have a glaring weakness. Let's go to uh, Tony in... Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, who are we going to? Yeah, let's go to Tony. Tony's in Pacifica. What's going on, Tony? How you doing, man? Hey, how you doing, Matt? How are you? Doing well, thank you. I told you, I, uh, I told you, uh, I told you that Derek Carr was the problem, no matter what was going to happen over there at the Raiders, right? And I was right. Yeah, and right on the money. Him and his decisions. Remember that last year? Yeah. And then remember, I told you a while ago that Lance was going to be a bust, and he is because Brock Purdy. Anybody in the right mind who watches football, who watches the game. That thinks Trey Lance is going to beat Brock Purdy out for the job has lost their mind. Thanks, Tony. Appreciate it. Don't you think it's crazy in a way how the 49ers and, and Warriors situations are essentially the same? Wiseman's Lance. Lance is Wiseman. In many ways. They are the same. Nobody wants to see Lamb. Nobody wanted to see Purdy. Nobody wants to see Ty Jerome. But guess what? <laughs> They're better. You got them. They're better than Wiseman. Right now. Right now. Absolutely. 888-957-9570 is the number. Uh, we got Ross Tucker coming up in an hour. And uh, Evan Giddings in for Daryl, the guru, Johnson. We're talking about the San Francisco 49ers quarterback situation. And uh, Kyle Shanahan was asked uh, about next year where he thinks the Niners are going to be. And, and basically he dodged that question, said he, he hasn't given that any thought. Uh, but we have. And to me, it's pretty simple. You have no choice right now except to see how far Brock Purdy can take you. And to me, you see how far he can take you. You see how he looks on the journey. And at that point, at the end of the season, you decide if he's your number one quarterback going into next year or not. Trey Lance and Brock Purdy are under contract next year. Jimmy Garoppolo's not. I think there's going to be interest in Jimmy Garoppolo, and it's going to trump any interest the 49ers have in bringing him back. So what I'm getting at is I think the 49ers situation's pretty simple. Doesn't mean we know the answer, but I think we know it's going to be Purdy the rest of the year, and then next year it's between Purdy and Lance, right? Right? All right, 888-957-9570 is the number. That's also the Xfinity Mobile text line. Don't forget, it's all sponsored by the Department of Healthcare Services.
Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All right, Matt Steinmetz and Evan Giddings with you. Guru will be back next week. And coming up in an hour, Ross Tucker, 95.7 The Game's NFL Odyssey Insider. And we're talking about the 49ers quarterback situation, short-term, long-term. One of the reasons we're doing that is because Kyle Shanahan uh, yesterday on his conference call was asked about if he'd given any thought to next year's situation at quarterback. And uh, we got that. Let's take a listen. No, I don't even know what year it is after the season's over. So um, I'm trying to think about how to get him ready for Wednesday, man. So that's a great question. But um, honestly, I, I don't look ahead like that. So um, we've got a number of big games in front of us. All right. So I actually believe Kyle Shanahan that he doesn't know. What year it is? No. that he, He's got no clue about the quarterback situation next year. Yeah. Do you believe him or not? No, I do believe him. Okay. Because I, I think... If he did know, and usually teams, like we were discussing before the show, if your franchise quarterback goes down and gets hurt, well, one, no one's asking that question. But if they did, you would say, yeah, our guy's going to be QB1 next year when he, when he comes back off injury, which Kyle Shanahan did not do. True. I think. True. I don't know why you would do that, though, at this point. Exactly. Because it. Well, because you don't know. And you've also got... I would say a pretty damn good situation where you know you have Brock Purdy, who appears to be a serviceable starting quarterback, and then you have the unknown in Trey Lance, which I'm sure Kyle Shanahan would still say he believes in, but it's probably maybe you know less optimistic about than he was at the beginning of this year. Let's go to James. James is in Livermore. Hey, James, how you doing, man? Hey, pretty good. Um, yeah. I- don't you guys think the 49ers are kind of in the uh, unique position? Because yes. let's just say Lance is a bust, which I don't think he's going to be. But you drafted a quarterback this year, and let's say he becomes a, a starter for the next four or five years. Um, you're not really losing anything with those draft picks. Um, because per, if, if he becomes your starter for the next four, five, six years, and, and I think he's um, Trey's still going to be – the backup next year at worst case scenario. So aren't they kind of in a unique position right now? I mean, they're not like the Jets with um, uh, um, Zach Wilson. Yeah. No, that, yeah, no, they're Zach Wilson uh, is who you're talking about there. No, they're not. And I, I actually do. And that's kind of my, my, my thinking as we're talking about this, isn't that the 49ers have the best quarterback situation in the NFL, but it's it's very easy to see how they're going to approach the next year or so with their quarterback situation. I mean, I, it, okay, anybody want to bet me? Anybody want to bet me right now? Although. Uh, the, the last quarterback bet you made with the Niners. That, that's right. But that loss that loss makes me 8-1 and one overall in my on-air bets. <laughs> Okay. And I win at about an eighty-eight seven five. You lost uh, the big one. No, I didn't. You lost the big no, one. Bit, there is no big one unless it's the guru. Okay. And I don't lose bets to guru. Well, the Warriors are still giving uh, you run for the money. Anybody want to take? I here's my bet. Game one next year. Trey Lance or Brock Purdy will start Week One for the San Francisco Forty ers next year. 
Tell me I'm wrong. Is there? Tell my, me I'm wrong my, and how. My question is, is there anyone willing to make that bet? No. Not if anyone not. would, but like... That's what I'm saying. Is there one person out there that believes that Trey Lance or Brock Purdy is not going to be the guy next year? I think... Jimmy no. Garoppolo? No, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, that's that's what I mean about how... I get it. We don't know who it's going to be. But by the other hand, on the other hand, we know exactly what the situation is. It's going to come down to Brock Purdy or Trey Lance. Yeah, and, and now thinking about it, like I am with you in the sense that the quarterback room is... Before this season and going into the last couple of seasons, it's been kind of a question mark. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo was supposed to be the starter, but unfortunately couldn't stay healthy. So there's always been kind of a question of what the 49ers quarterback was going to be year in and year out. I think going into next year, you can make an argument it's the most stable it's ever been. Exactly. And I do think that, okay, regardless of how this year ends... And I get Kyle Shanahan saying, I don't know. I haven't thought about next year. I haven't thought about next year. Fair. But you think Kyle Shanahan right now doesn't know who he thinks is going to be the better quarterback week one next year, Lance or Purdy? Of course he does. Who he thinks is going to be the better one? Yes. You think it's Brock Purdy? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, but you think that he does? Yes. See, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't think, I don't think he knows who he. I know, I think that Kyle Shanahan knows that he has two commodities. He has two relatively unknown entities at quarterback next year, and I think he feels comfortable right now with either of them being the starter next season. I don't think he knows which one is going to be going to be the starter. That's a little different than. Then knowing who's better? Yes. Well, because he, I he don't thought Trey believe- Lance was the best one at the beginning well, of this year. And I don't believe that. You is don't, what you I'm don't saying. think that he started no. the bet? What? I do not believe Kyle Shanahan really believed that Trey Lance was the best quarterback on his roster week one. You, I'll never be able to prove my view on that. Well, I'm curious, though. Like, But what is your reasoning for thinking that? Because... Trey Lance didn't look good. And they played, whether you like it or not, they they were playing a certain kind of way with Trey Lance. And also, it's not just about Trey Lance this year. He's got a two-game track record last year with mixed results. So Trey Lance has had mixed results. Yes. Okay. Even at, though it's a at, short sample size. Best, yeah. All right. Garoppolo's proven he can win. Yeah. Or they can win with Garoppolo. Eight okay, and, and now year. and now Purdy's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Like, like why? Like what? Like this is where I the eye test comes in. Why? Why does he let Purdy play that way? That wasn't going to be the way Trey Lance is going to play. But they drafted Trey Lance to be a pocket passer first and foremost. They did, and I think that where his progression was heading into this season. Kyle Shanahan got wet feet about him being that pocket quarterback because, according to reports in practice, he couldn't complete enough of those gimmies to warrant Kyle trusting him, apparently, the way that he trusts Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's completing almost 70% of his passes, which is incredible. And a lot of those passes have been open, they've been schemed, but he's hit enough of of the free throws. He's he's made enough of the sacrifice bunts for his head coach 
to trust him and open up the playbook more than he did with Trey Lance. Like, Brock Purdy right now, we were just talking about during the break, his stats are almost identical to Jimmy Garoppolo's. Now, I think Brock Purdy has played better than Jimmy has. The offense has scored more points. They've been more dynamic. They've done a better job with Brock Purdy over these last three and three-quarters games than, than with Jimmy before. But Brock Purdy is throwing for 211 yards a game. Jimmy Garoppolo, 210. Yeah. Brock Purdy is completing 68% of his passes. Jimmy Garoppolo, 67. Like, the, the results look different. But the stats would tell you that Kyle Shanahan trusts Brock Purdy just as much as he did Jimmy Garoppolo. And that clearly didn't apply to Trey Lance. I think you're right. But that's also why I think, though, when we're talking about next season, okay, so if Kyle, whether we know it to be true or not, probably not, started a guy that was not his best option to win immediately, Trey Lance over Jimmy G, right? why wouldn't he do that next year? Because... Because he, he learned from this season? Yes. Yes. Maybe. But I know I, I you have a you have good stock on your side too. I mean, I, I hear you. I mean I, I just to me I don't think Jimmy's part of the equation. I don't That's either. All. Yeah, I'm with you there. All right. Robin's in San Francisco. Hey Robin. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Thanks for taking my call. A couple of things are kind of scattered because you guys have moved uh, from topic to topic, which is great. So uh, something that um, Evan uh, Evan said that kind of got my attention here. Listen, you know, when we always say a coach inherited the team, then they always, and when they win, they seem to discredit that coach because they inherit the team. But, you know, sometimes a coach in any sport, uh, you know, baseball, football, basketball, they may be great, but they can only take you so far. And then that next coach is like passing the baton. That coach gets you over the hump. But yet that coach who inherits that team still gets discredited. You know, I never could understand that either. That's, mm. You know, kind of like we shouldn't have never fired Mark Jackson because Mark Jackson, let's not bring all his other issues in. But he clearly got him to a certain point, but he could not take him to over the hump. Mm-hmm. Yet many discredit Kurt. And I think a lot of that goes on with Andy Reid, you know, might be Shanahan. And, you know, I never... Um, I just don't, I don't get that. Also, too, um, Eddie, you said that, um, well, Brock Purdy has been playing kind of like Jimmy, so how come, you know, they wouldn't start Lance over him? Well, we don't need him to do anything other than what Jimmy was doing because that's how the, the team is built. I actually like the style that they played, the old school, I'm going to run it down your mouth, low-scoring football, whereas everybody's so enamored with this high-scoring, you know, Patrick Mahomes type of offense where no defense is being played. It really makes for lousy football uh, to me. And the last thing I want to say, people are enamored with, I call him Cinderella, with Brock Purdy. It's not only it's because of his flair, not only his story, the Cinderella story, but because of his flair. I will agree. He has better footwork uh, than both Jimmy and Lance, and even though his arm is Lance not to be his strongest, a quarterback needs good footwork and good pocket awareness and be able to read defenses quick, and he seems to do that to this point better than either one of them, and that is to me why he should start over Lance. Peace out. All right. 
Yeah, fair points. I do think, and and yes, to her point about discrediting the inherited winning coaches, my point was that Kyle Shanahan could be just as good as, if not better, than John Harbaugh and Mike Tomlin, but he just didn't have the initial situation well, that they did. Well, did Steve Kerr inherit that championship team? Yeah. That doesn't mean he's not a great head coach. But... Two things can be true. You, you of all people, should know this. Donnie. Know what? That two things can be true. Two different things. Right, but I was just... You, you're inheriting things. Like you said, John Gruden is living off... One Super One Bowl. One Super Bowl where he inherited... Tony Dungy's team. Okay. So, how's that different than, you know, Steve Kerr, because he's got multiple titles? Well, no, John Gruden has proved himself. He, he played him out. He played himself oh, out of being a great head coach. Like he started out on the on the fast track. I got you. Steve Kerr started on the fast track, but Steve Kerr has done it for now eight years, nine years. All right. Five one. I wanted to get to this text on the Xfinity Mobile text line. Uh, I don't see the issue with having two strong, capable quarterbacks. Injuries happen all the time, and who doesn't want a backup quarterback who can win? Uh, I agree, but. It's got the two quarterbacks have to be Purdy and Lance. They can't be one of those guys in Jimmy next year. I don't believe. Like you just, yeah, I, I wouldn't do that. What, what if Jimmy Garoppolo says, "Hey, you know, no one out there is fishing for me like I thought they would. I'll take, I'll take six million and come back as as the backup. I'll, I'll be the backup to whoever you want me to be." No, can't do it. Can't do it. I mean, I guess they have three con. Like, okay, so they okay they have. Uh, well, first of all, Garoppolo is going to end up making about ten, twelve million this year when it's all said and done. And Lance is on his rookie deal, so I'll bet you he's making four or five. And per- so they're paying twenty plus million to the quarterback anyway at at the position, right? Hmm. I don't know. I, I it, it's going to be tough. Yeah, and you're going to have to pay. You have to pay Nick Bosa this off season. So oh, let him walk. <laughs> I'd rather keep three. I'd rather keep Jimmy. You'd rather have uh, what's it? Two kittens than a, me, a big cat? No, or, I, no. I would. If, I'll tell you what. If Nick Bo, who's the highest paid player in the NFL? Player, probably. It I think it's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. I think. If Nick Bosa said, "I need more money than Aaron Rodgers," you got to give it to him, don't you? If 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 Nick Bosa says I want to be no That's no Aaron no, Rodgers. no okay who can 50, you give me favorite? fifty million dollars okay year. who's the okay who's the highest paid defensive player let's do it that way it's got to be Aaron Donald right it is going to be well let me let me double check right, I'll get I'll get that guy in here in the meantime what's going on that guy hey signing Evan uh, Merry Christmas Happy Holidays to you I got a couple points on the Niners that I'd like to make real fast. I uh, appreciate you taking my call. And then just real fast, you guys talked about the Warriors. They played the last two teams that will stand in their way of a championship and beat them down at home. Why can't they do that every night? But that's subject for later. Hey, on the Niners, I heard on the overnight, um, the Fox, your guys is the overnight station here, uh, they had a scenario with Jimmy. They said, what if uh, Purdy gets knocked out of the divisional round against Dallas? Jimmy comes in and wins that game, and of course he has to start start a week later against the Eagles, and he wins that game. Oh then goes on to the Super Bowl and wins. So how do you get that. rid of him for one and two? They were saying, well, is Purdy really that good, or can you take Kenny Pickett 
and put him on this Niner team, and Kenny Pickett will do the same thing. And as far as Jimmy getting – I'll let you go after this. As far as Jimmy gets uh, any run, I think Sala will be the guy calling him up as soon as season, this season's over. I appreciate it. You guys stay safe. Uh, uh, happy holidays to you, and uh, have a great New Year. Thank yeah, you. good stuff. You too, man. Good stuff. There's a hypothetical for you. There, there, uh, that guy wants chaos. The uh, the disrespect to Jimmy G. Da, da, da. It's not. Believe me, I don't disrespect Jimmy Garoppolo. I know you don't. But it's time. <laughs> it's, it's 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 just time to move move on from it. Oh. And the reason I say that is. See and now you, I'll tell you what. Here's what you can say now, and you can just get away with it. He's just not healthy. He just can't stay healthy. Whether he's a starter, whether he's a backup, and and that's kind of the one thing I I was and I was maybe picking at a scab. But for everybody who said, yeah, Garoppolo is a great insurance policy for Trey Lance. I agree on the one hand, but on the other hand. The nature of an insurance policy is they'll be there. And it, like, he's an injury-prone backup quarterback. In other words, it's one of those things where it's like, well, if we only need him for three games, that'll be great. But if we need him for nine, he's going to get hurt. So can somebody tell me, are we going to need him for three or nine? You know. No, that that should be in in the details of a backup quarterback's contract is – Say so if we go to you, you, you got to play. <laughs> you have to play. Leroy's in Oakland. What's up, Leroy? Hey, what's up, Steiny? Hey, what's buddy. up, Evan? Yo, hey man, happy happy holidays, man. Absolutely. Um, you know, you know, Steiny, uh, Evan. I I hate to say this, but I think Purdy is being set up for failure, man. And 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 I'll say it like this. He's going to struggle at some point. You know all these defenses, all these defensive coordinators, they've gotten all the tape from Iowa State. They've gotten all the tape from the games he played. And the more games that he plays, the bigger resume that he builds, it's going to get harder for him. And unfortunately, it's going to get harder in the playoffs. And I can hear the fans now, as soon as he struggles in the playoffs, and if we lose – Oh, bring Trey Lance in or keep Jimmy Garoppolo. And I just hate that Purdy wasn't – I didn't want Jimmy to get hurt, but I hate that Purdy had to come in at this time because I just feel like the more games that he plays, um, they're going to start to figure it out a little bit, and it's going to get harder for him. I agree with that, Leroy. Plus, they're going to be playing – you know, they're going to be playing a good team week one of the playoffs, a better team week two, the best team other than them – we, you know what I mean? So that's uh, – I agree that I think it, it can't, like it can't be this easy. Like I, I just still can't believe that Purdy – you're telling me, the 49ers, on the strength of that defense, that, that this guy Brock Purdy is going to come in and win eight games in a row as a starter. Well, Maybe nine, is it? I don't even know. But you know what I'm yeah. saying. No, I, I, I'm with you. I think that – and this is what we'll find out. One of our callers earlier, Robin, brought up. She referred to Brock Purdy as, as Cinderella. So the question is, when is when's he going to turn back to, into a pumpkin? Maybe he doesn't. Maybe like there's I think also a good will. chance if this is essentially who he is. 
but and and that to me raises a larger concern down the line if this is who he is like if this is his potential then you might have an issue making him you know your quarterback of the future but right now all if you can have him be this right now i, I don't know why he couldn't do this for another four or five games because again no other team has seen him before. They haven't played against him. Yes, there, there's tape, and I, I appreciate Leroy bringing up his Iowa State record, but there are teams right now that will have to spend hours and days and weeks not trying to stop Brock Purdy specifically, but him within the 49ers' offense that appears to have taken it to another level since moving from Jimmy Garoppolo to Brock Purdy. If he turns into a pumpkin, the question becomes, does that happen before the end of the season? Well, I also think we, we, we tend to look at it as though he's either gonna be good he's either gonna be good or he's gonna throw three interceptions. Well, I, we were talking about this yesterday. I'll bet you right now. Anybody wanna bet me? I bet you Brock Purdy will not have a three interception game for the San Francisco 49ers. I wouldn't take that bet. I don't think Kyle Shanahan would let him throw three interceptions. Right. Unless he's going to throw two interceptions in the flat, you know, or or short little, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's not going to call Like, horrific plays. mistakes. Yeah, exactly. Um, 888-957-9570 is the number. The other thing is, Purdy is going to, there's a chance that in the snap of a finger... All of a sudden, Purdy's going to see a big, big difference in level of play. Yeah, I, I, I find it hard to believe that he's going to fall off a cliff. Now he may Me tumble, too. he may tumble down the hill a little bit, but I don't think that he's going to roll so far down that the Forty ers are going to rethink why they even, you know, like sure he's their only option right now, but there's a reason why you hear the way that. Kyle Shanahan talks about him, why George Kittle talks about him the way he does, why Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey talk about him being wise beyond his years. It's because you don't see that from a rookie quarterback, and especially one that has been thrust into a team that has legitimate Super Bowl aspirations. All right, 888-957-9570 is the number. If you want to jump into the conversation, I see Laurie, Pat, Panthers fan, I see Roy, don't go anywhere. You have the number. We're talking about the San Francisco 49ers quarterback situation, both short-term and long-term. While I don't think we know specifically who the quarterback's going to be moving forward, I think it's going to be Purdy or Trey Lance. I think we can agree on that, right? Right? You tell me, and it's all sponsored by the Department of Healthcare Services.